Now, now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Welcome to a special edition of the Athletic NBA Show live in Las Vegas for NBA Summer League. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me, Dave DeFore. Got Kelly Eco, who covers the Rockets. We're going to try to make sense of the Western Conference. So a lot has happened in free agency, specifically with your team. And we'll get to your team. We're going to start at the top. But I want to try to make sense of the Western Conference. And so we're going to start with the Denver Nuggets, who probably deserve the respect that won the championship. This should be team number one. Any qualms? No. Best player, just won the title, best player in the league. Yeah. Didn't really, I mean, they lost Bruce Brown. And that's a, that's a loss, but I think you go into next season, you hope Christian Brown can do more. Yeah. And, you know, they, they're bringing back big government. You know, I, I think that they're going to be fine um, when it gets to the time that matters. Why did they do that? Why did they bring back Reggie Jackson? <laughs> I, can anybody explain well, that Well, having to me? the salary on Vibes. the books. But having the salary on the books, like, is better than not. Okay. And so maybe they, you know, they package him in a it's trade. It's $5 million. Yeah, it's Okay, but, but, but with the Bruce Brown departure, like, how much are we discounting Kind of the defensive stuff he did, just picking up slack for everyone else, obviously in tandem with Davis Caldwell Pope off that second unit, but just in general, everything he was able to accomplish defensively. Yeah, I think we might be discounting it. I mean, he played oh. the third most minutes on the team last right. year. Right. He would handle the ball in situations where they needed an extra ball handler. Right. And now, like, that's not really Christian Brown's game. No. And that's not really MPJ's game. Right. Maybe Aaron Gordon could take on more. Okay. But. Oh, that th- but you don't want that to be Aaron Gordon's game. We've seen it right. in Orlando. It, it, I mean, I mean but it was also but that's why Reggie yeah. Jackson's back. It was also like a 16-game, you know, 16-game player versus 82-game player. Right. Too. Yeah. So Aaron Gordon was able to elevate because of the situation, but yep. how is that going to over a whole 82-game season? But, I, again, I think that the Reggie Jackson signing is, to your point, more about the 82 games. It's get right. us through the regular I, season. I am not accepting that. I won't accept the Reggie Jackson <laughs> as a as an answer to any of this. I don't think it's a good move. I don't think it's a good it's move. Not. No, it's just Green's not. Gone. He didn't play Jeff for Jeff Green's him. gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. now Green. that's a big. That's a Un- huge Uncle loss. Jeff. I mean, Bruce Brown and, and Jeff Green. It, it's something. That's key yeah. pieces to what they did last year. So. It, it's going to be about the young guys, though. That's right. They need their young guys to step up. It's obviously Christian Brown. Like Zeke Naji needs to step up and, and play. And he's good, high energy guy. Like you could see where he could maybe fill in for Jeff Green. Yeah, Peyton um, Watson, right? But is somebody that could maybe step in. Gonna miss the shooting. That's yeah. the thing. The, the, yeah, the out. Yeah, just the floor spacing. Just because having that extra release valve after with Jamal Murray and, and Jokic, you, yeah. you need those guys to kind of hit those third quarter threes, fourth quarter threes. You know, early in the games and. Kind of get things going. So well, think it, about the big adjustment they made, where they started. They were playing Jeff Green over Aaron Gordon in, in certain situations yeah, because yeah. he can stretch the floor a little bit more yeah. credibly. So I think that that's a bigger concern to me than the Bruce Brown uh, uh, role, just because I think the Bruce Brown role you can fill. Right. You're not going to fill it the same. It's probably going to be a couple of guys. Yeah. But the harder one is that backup big. I mean, Jeff Green was blocking shots. He was doing like everything, a little protection. bit of everything. But so, is is that loss greater than? other teams gain this summer. That's, that, what, that's the big That one yeah. goes into the – But I think they've got to be number one. Yeah. Okay, number two. 
Memphis is a question mark, okay. obviously. Sacramento had a really great season. Yep. They're a little bit of a question mark to me as well. You have Phoenix. Everybody loves what Phoenix did yep. over the offseason. They brought in some of the best 15th men in the NBA. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I, my favorite thing is that every time that iteration of the of a joke is made, it, we are going to – by the time the season starts, we're going to be calling these guys two-way. And, and that's, how, that's how it's going to be. It's and, just funny because – Everybody thinks they're great signings because it's just names of 15th men that we know. Except for yeah. Eric Gordon. This is except for Eric except Gordon. Except for Eric Gordon. That's a great sign. Friend of the show. Now, yes. I would say this. Yes, exactly. We know those guys, because, and, and the people that, that are very in love with those signings know yeah. those guys because we're wonks. Like, we, we do this every yeah. single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, well, you know about this because we talk about it internally. I have a line called the Shaq Harrison line. Yeah. yeah. And Shaq Harrison is a very nice player. I like Shaq Harrison a lot. But he's also a 15th he, guy. And he, well, he yeah. just got cut again. And every time guys like Shaq Harrison get cut, it's like, damn, I can't believe they cut Shaq Harrison. He's so good. <laughs> and then and then he gets signed again. It's like, wow, what a pickup. The good, the good news, David though. David Nwaba comes to mind. Yeah, Nwaba, yeah. But, yeah. but Yuta Wananabe is exactly that guy. I mean, we, He we is. Just, and he's a good player, but it's, man, we, uh, we just we love a name we know. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we could play the remember some guys game right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think for, for those 15th men, it really comes down to how do they manage the ball handling now that yeah. you lose Chris Paul. You know, obviously Cameron Payne is still around, but how much is Bradley Bill going to pick up the slack in ball handling? How much is Devin Booker going to handle it? Kevin Durant? How yeah. do those guys all coalesce? Yeah. But back to Memphis. <laughs> so I think that we can kind of put, though, I'm not really interested in a, in, a, in a ranking as much as like, hey, let's Tears. Put, let's just Tears. have a tier here where I think Denver's probably in their own tier, and then okay. you could put like Memphis, Sacramento, Phoenix. I wouldn't put Sacramento in that tier. Okay, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't love their off season. I mean, it's 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 Sacramento's. okay. It's okay. Yeah, but you know the Sabonis money. I mean, I will say this: when I'm thinking about this, I'm ignoring the contract amounts because I okay. don't really care how the team is going to perform. Okay, and to that point. I don't really like what they've done either. They didn't. This was an opportunity to look at yourself in the mirror and figure out where you needed to improve, and they're yeah. running it back. Yeah. And that's a mistake. This is too early. This team did not do well enough for a run it back to just, season. To just stand pat. Now, with that being said, if the goal is just, hey, we want to stay competitive, make the playoffs, I think they are a six seed. They but should. If, you but know? if that's the case, why did they clear all that cap space? Everyone thought that they were going to go after. You know, a big name power forward, a big name wing to kind yeah. of help bolster the ranks. I mean, they cleared the space for Sabonis. <laughs> yeah, they cleared it for Sabonis. They brought Harrison Barnes back on a, right. on a really good contract. Yeah, the Lyles move I like. Again, they, they, I like Lyles. I, I like, like these guys, and yeah. bringing him back is great. I don't know why they were in a rush to do yeah. the Sabonis deal because it did hamstring them a little bit, but also they just haven't improved. Yeah, nothing has changed. Ke- Keegan Murray is going to have a chance to get better. Yep. We he saw him, and, and, and he already has playing a, off the dribble. Like, yep, you show stuff. So you that's know? a player that that could help. But, Maybe, but Davion it, Mitchell, maybe. It just feels like they made the moves that you make after you win the title. Like you go and rush to resign the yeah. star player, and you go ink up the the, the, the wing for Kelly. A to be deal. fair, what they did last year is the equivalent of winning the <laughs> NBA title. It's <laughs> fair. Okay, they missed the playoffs for 16 years. <laughs> That's let's fair. take That's the fair. microscope away from the Kings and let them. That's let's fair. let them be. What would Pat Beverly have done if he was on that team when they clinched the playoffs? He had two man. two jerseys wow. ripping them off. Yeah, be, he would call it a dynasty, I yeah. think, if Fat Bev was on that team. He'd say, we just 
have a dynasty. Well, okay, so so I disagree with having them in that second tier. I also okay. I don't know about Memphis. It's going to be hard I, to score. Memphis is going to have some issues, and now yeah. you know you get Marcus Smart. That's good. Derrick Rose is more there for a locker room sure. guy, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he'll probably give them minutes here and there. But I, I just worry that with the jaw situation right. surrounding that team, it's, all these guys are going to be asked about it. So they've done well in the past without jaw, mm-hmm. but they had tires. They did. That's going to be a big test for them. Right. That's going to be a really big they test. Low key. Not had a good run the last couple of years in just roster moves. Yeah, sure. And kind of hits it's starting to catch up, and yeah. and that I think is a big concern for them going forward. Like, I mean, Zaire Williams, uh, that yeah. like when is that going to happen? It was a reach. Yeah. It was a huge reach, and it's just not panning out. So, you know, I want to see. I don't know. Like, Kennard is going to give them good quality guard minutes. Right. So they they added some shooting. Um, I don't know. They're in a tricky spot because the Josh situation is so weird. Like he's going to miss so much time to start the season. They're going to be building chemistry on the fly starting in mid, like midpoint, like yeah. December. And yeah. one of the things that we have historically hammered this Clippers team on yep. is how they're constantly trying to scramble and catch up for chemistry. Yeah. And it matters. Yeah, it and does. So I, I just I'm lower on them for this year. I mean, I'm still high on them overall. They have Jaron Jackson. Yeah, they got Jaron Jackson. They got Desmond Bain. But what's Steven Adams going to look like? Steven Adams year? is a question mark. No Brandon Clark to start the year is also a problem. It's be rough. Well, you, count, cancel him out for the year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, most likely. So what do you say defensively for you also lost Dylan Brooks and everything he does in yeah. terms of picking. Like, he was their primary ball stopper. Yeah. Well, right? they got Marcus Smart. So, but, but I'm saying because yeah. of the size difference, you know. Absolutely. Brooks is 6'7", going on 6'8". Smart is also a tenacious guard. But can he pick up? Where Dylan like left off. For I'm about to say something amazing season. about a 40 year old dude. But who's going to guard LeBron on that team? Hey, right? I, oh, like, that's true. Then, and the LeBron type, and Jeremy Grant's going to put up 40 <laughs> on these guys. Jeremy, don't. Okay, stop. I think they're. <laughs> I think they're hope. They hope that somebody out of like the David Roddy, John Conchar, yeah. Santi Aldama group that like one Kenny of Lofton those guys. Jr. Hey, Kenny Lofton. I play him at the three. Let's go. Memphis, I, Memphis hustle. He'll do it. He. I got to watch him the other night. He looks awesome. I, I like I like Sensi Aldama a lot. Um, high energy. I mean, you know, just but again, this is now we're talking. It's they yeah. have a lot of those. We're guys. in Shaq yeah. Harrison. Jake Laravia too. Exactly. Yeah. Shaq, Shaq yeah. Harrison. Yeah. Too. I'm gonna start yeah. using that because yeah. they have too many of those guys that are they it's have a, it's upside. A, it's a play on yeah. the Mendoza line, right? Which <laughs> is, the, is hitting yeah. 200 it's in true. baseball, right? So I, I created the Shaq Harrison line, and I think yeah. you know once you get if you're talking about the 11th. 10th, 11th guy, like we already know, those guys don't play in the playoffs, yeah. and so their, their effect is only about regular season impact, and you need innings eaters, yeah. yeah. but do they even have that? So Andrew, for, for, for teams like Memphis and Sacramento, yeah. I think they're, like, they're not tier two, but they're like two and a half. Yeah. I think that's fair. That sounds about I think that's fair. They're like, also incomplete, because we don't know. Yeah. What's it going to be like when, when Ja comes back? What yeah. if they're bad without Ja? They could be. They absolutely could right. be. Yeah. They're probably like from five to seven okay. is where I would put right. them. Okay. Okay. So t- I'm going to give you seven teams. Tell me if you disagree with any of them in the top seven. Okay. Lakers, Warriors, Clippers, Suns, Kings, Grizzlies, Nuggets. No. Top seven. Feels about right. It feels good. That was the top seven from last year. And it feels about right, and, but there's room. I think someone can come up from that next group. Okay. Let's talk about the next group. 
that OKC, Dallas, Dallas, uh, Minnesota, 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 New, New Orleans, Orleans, New Orleans, and they're yeah. all. Te- like, I think out of that group, I like Dallas the least. Okay. Yep. And this is at full strength, full Let's, health. This we, is saying are we going to put Utah in that group too? No, because Utah's yet. not there yet. Yeah, okay. I think that, that would be rushing, right? Like, yeah. I, I, I've made a joke that they should trade for Dame. They could actually put Tony, a that, really Tony good, wrote about that. They yeah. could put a really good team. <laughs> He's got the there. Utah connection. He was so beloved during that All Star weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. We were talking to those people who, who talked about coming. Out. They used to go watch. Dame yeah, they 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 were going they were nuts for him. Faithful. They, yeah, they would be really excited to get him. That would be nice. And they have the defenders and other players to go with them. They really could be. If we're just saying, okay, process doesn't matter. We're yeah. not worried yeah. about like losing assets here. We're not worried about being not good enough to win a title, too good to get good picks. If we're just saying, what's the best basketball team that yeah. we could build? Like, if it was a team like this, one of the younger teams, yeah. that's the one. I mean, Walker Kessler is a four blocks a game. Yeah, uh, they got uh, uh, Taylor Hendricks. Taylor Hendricks, who I, love. I think is just going to yeah. steal this two, That's. Good luck. You're not scoring inside. And, him all, all but Hendricks team. isn't going to start. No, he's not. But is he's he, how much? Play. How much is Hendricks going to play have, this year? I, I don't know. He needs to question. play a lot. I think because he, he play has a lot. first team all rookie written all over him. If he I, does. Yeah, he's that good. Forty percent. But they're loaded at forward though. That's they, the problem. They got, they got, got a log jam, which is which is good if you're a team like Utah. But it's also you got to yeah. also work things out. I also like John Collins' rim protection. I think like I mean that's that's another thing. Is like you bring in John Collins and draft Hendricks. Is Hendricks like a backup center then? What if what if Hendricks? What do they more think of, of him? Three, four. Three, yeah. Okay. Remember, this is Danny Ainge. We're, we're I talking know. about. I, I think he's a better like he, he's kind of he kind of fills that Royce O'Neal hole what they had where they had someone that could switch one through four. Yeah. Space the floor hit. You know, he just doesn't threes. handle it all. Yeah. That's a be, that would be my concern. Is like I, there's not the decision making aspect with him. Yeah. Where you kind of need those guys on the perimeter. It's right. it's really hard to play with a perimeter guy who doesn't make decisions. Yeah. Right. And my, my hope for him is by the end of his rookie year, he can do a straight line. Straight line drive. Yeah. Oh, right? A pump and go. He can shoot from the corners. He, he can yeah. block shots. He's like, those are the things he does. But guy. but if you have those seven teams you just named that are theoretically going to stay put, yeah. where does the change come from? That's what I was going to say. Like, putting Dame in Utah, does that move them into it the would. top seven? I yeah. think it would. For sure. It, it mean, makes them interesting. Your starting show. lineup is Dame, uh, whoever they have at the two, after a trade, yeah, Lowry. so Clarkson will be there. Or, 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 Clarkson's or, there, yeah, but but he may have to go out in a trade. Okay. But like you've got da- and Dame, and Lowry. Dame and Clarkson, so that's not you're not doing that. No, but your four of your five is set. I mean, yeah. Abaji, I guess, could start at Probably. the two. Yeah. I mean, they really like him there. I mean, that, I, that'd be a good team. But Markkanen's good. I. I don't, I don't know. You don't do it because you like rush. Yeah, but how much better? I mean, Portland was not good last year. Like, how much better are they than what Portland was when you, like, not, stack up the not roster? Not much. Not much. No. no. So that's why, that's why I'm like, I, I would not do it. They'd be a playoff. They'd be a top A play-in team probably. or a playoff team? Because what they need is Dan. They're going to be a good defensive yeah. team. I also am a big Will Hardy. Will leader, Hardy's good. So. He's good. But they, they need to allow this to build a oh, little yeah, bit more do. slowly. Don't, yeah, don't don't rush the process. There's no can, reason can to Can I rush say it. I know this is like a western conference thing and and this pod may you know, Dame may be traded by the time it comes out. Yeah. But there are not really a lot of good Damian Lillard fake trades. Like they're not a lot of It's hard. Yeah. The money's the money is a and lot. And the type of player and the he player, is. Yeah, he's He can't come in and and he has to 
the system has to be fit to what Dame does specifically. Yeah. So, like, going to Miami, in theory, that makes sense, but he's going to change what they do fundamentally. Yeah. You know what? I think Miami might be the best damn basketball fit. If you, you think about the way that they had Caleb Martin and Struess and and Gabe Vincent playing, but it's Damian Lillard. I mean, it would be, it would be yeah. amazing, but, like, if you're Portland, you cannot accept that offer. It's the worst. Well, if you're the, offer oh, is, if you're the GM of it's the really bad. Trailblazers, you can't take it unless you want to go look for another job. Yeah. yeah. I still like the idea of involving the Sixers, okay. getting Dame to Philly, getting Harden to L.A., and then give all like all the picks just go to Portland. To Portland, but what? Would, well, the problem with that is obviously if they don't like the Heat deal for a reason, why? Because yeah, they don't see Tyler Hero or whoever as as enough to justify you losing your franchise player. So yeah, how many picks are we talking about going to Portland? Like five, six? Well, yeah, I mean, it, ha- it would have to be f- yeah. four or five, and then swaps. And, and who is the interesting young player? Like to just. I just don't think you need one. That's right. that's the benefit if you're Portland. Is okay. because you already are basically two drafts in to a rebuild True. because you have Scoot Henderson. Okay. So 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 are you saying that the reason why the Blazers don't love Miami's offer is because there's not enough draft capital in there? Is it, I, oh, I, yeah. And also the value of the draft capital too because Miami be just team. Miami right. just rarely sucks. Yeah. Where with other teams like there's more volatility. If you get Sixers picks, what are the Sixers going to be in four years? Right. I don't true. know. That's fair. That's I'd push that two? back. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm I would sorry just, for that I, what I would do is I, if I'm Portland, I just try to bleed both those streams dry of as many picks uh, yeah. as possible. And just take them all. And home. just take the picks, take the cap relief, take expiring contracts from those other teams. Call it a day. And then just be done with it. You and just start the rebuild with, with Scoot, Scoot Henderson. And, you have Scoot. And Sharp. Yeah. You have Scoot. Yeah, Shaden Sharp, too. Simon's like. That's that's a three S's. I mean, if if the Rockets started their rebuild with those three and yeah. and didn't even have their first draft yet, you would feel so good about what they were doing, sure. and for if they sure. had all the draft capital, for sure, for sure, like that, any team would feel good about that. Yeah. They don't they don't have to worry about getting that blue chip back, in yeah. my opinion. Just get yeah, the picks. Yeah, because they already got the blue chip. Yes. Yeah, they that got makes, it. This that makes year. a lot of sense, and that's why you just don't hang on to Dame. No, let him go. go. So why do they give him that money to you? Like, well, that's just the business that we're in, man. Like, I mean, yeah. why did Bradley Beal get the giant contract? I mean, that's true. you know, it, it's just I I think that this is going to change with yeah. the new CBA, yeah, and the fear of the second apron. But it is a done deal every single time a quote unquote max player walks into the next extension. Yeah, it is just, and the the blueprint is sign the extension. Wait a year, ask out. Yeah. And, you know, that's just where we're at. I mean, free agency is now dead. Yeah. The extensions and trade requests are where we're at. And and it, but it's this is good, though, for everybody involved. Sure. Because teams don't just lose guys for nothing. For nothing. Yeah. They get picks. They get a player. They get whatever it is. Right. And can parlay that into something else. If, And this is why you have to have a smart GM, somebody right. that knows what they're doing, so that you can get back – Things that matter and that will matter down the road. So, do you tr- do you trust Portland to to wait and play this slowly until they get the best offer that they think I is going to? I think they've been really bad at trades so far. They have, they have had look. We, we talked about this on Nerder, uh, I guess, last week. Yeah. Is what are the? Yeah. Not choosing a lane and letting the lane choose you gets you yeah. run over. Yeah. And so the ownership situation there is kind of a mess. Yeah. Like, you know, they need to sell the team. Yep. 
Joe Cronin, uh, you know, he gets to that job and now he's going to deal with all this stuff. I mean, this is years of organizational failure coming to a head. In, yeah. in and the, now he has to clean it up. Yeah. Well, and that's the, but the way to start is not doing that Miami deal. It's holding out, hoping that a Philly deal materializes. Right. Maybe, you know, or the Knicks go get crazy again, even though they seem to be very sober this summer. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's going to happen there. But he would be a change a game changer for a team like Utah. But in that next group, I yeah. don't I don't think Utah wants to be in the playoffs. I don't think that they're ready to be good why yet. Why would they trade for John Collins then? But because <laughs> why not? He's available and the Hawks are desperate to get off he's, that money. Somebody, and, look, and he's a reclamation yeah. project. Again, Danny Ainge is playing the long game. And yeah, but they're not going to be bad enough for their pick to be that valuable. I, but I think that I think John Collins gets moved yeah. to a team right. that needs a John Collins. They just <laughs> gave him away. I'm telling you. The, he, it's the, it's the I, Ainge playbook. I think playbook. that's why Ainge did it. You buy low and you sell, you sell high. high. That's the Ainge Does playbook. John Collins have a high to get to? Well, he's coming off he's that. He, he had that finger injury all of last year. It really affected his game. Okay. I, I like I really, John Collins. I, I really need you to player. sell me on this idea. Because uh, he was it, hurt. And, and this is buying in on, at the lowest his stock was. Yeah. And now he's going to come back and play with Will Hardy's system. No Trey Young to deal with. Those guys share the sugar. Right? Yeah. He's going to have a great year. He's but, the, but won't that help your team, three. though? Yeah, they it might, will, but it's not good enough. Yeah, but the, it'll, it'll help Utah. But more importantly, it'll help. It'll show other teams around the league that this guy is still a player. The truth is, yeah. if they are from. good, it's a happy accident for them. Like, they're, they probably would be happy to be the sixth seed. I don't think they're going to make a push to be the sixth seed. Right. It cost them Rudy right. Gay in a second round that, pick. That's the thing. Is, but they're going to get all those draft picks from Minnesota, like, down the line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're in great shape. But I think that John Collins' move is about rehabilitating his value and moving him for something right. else. Like, that – Danny Ainge did that. I, mean, I just watched him do it in Boston. This is why when you see Danny Ainge draft a guy like Bryce Sensabaugh, yeah, he's a big, strong guard who can shoot. Like, we, we love these guys. And he's got the knee issue. Yeah. But, okay – Danny Ainge, like, that's a Danny Ainge guy. Right. So he must know something. Yeah. About, like, that knee is probably bad because he dropped so far and he's so talented. But yeah. I, I just think Danny Ainge actually knows what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, just, I just think if they end up being getting the ninth pick in the next three drafts. Yeah. Then what was the point? Well, that's okay. What are we doing then? Well, that's that's okay. not picking the lane. That is letting the lane pick you. You just said it. You just said it. <laughs> Utah, the lane is going to pick Utah. But Utah is playing the asset game just like – they're basically where Oklahoma City is now, and they don't have the young talent. Yeah. But they're in that same position they where the I think mindset. they're they – and, the and that's not a fan base that, that is going to want you to do a full teardown. You can't, like, tank in, in Utah. I just disagree. I think, that te- I think that teams that need a direction, fan bases are, feel so much better when they know what the team's direction is. I think they like to see competitive basketball. I don't know. I, I, we, there are there are teams that have like Washington has like tried every year. We're going to be competitive every single year. We're going to go for it, go for it, until their fan base hated their team, hated Bradley Beal, and they were just like, "We're done with this." And now they're excited, and they're going to be well. They got a so superstar. bad. They got a superstar though. In Bilal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They got a superstar. It's time to move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so who is is next? So eight nine, 8, 9, 10. Clippers are in our oh, first yeah, group. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Clippers are in our first group. 8, 9, 10. We're talking Minnesota, OKC, it's, it's, Pelicans, it's Mavs, 
Utah, who do we got? I, I mean, I like the Mavs the least. Uh, they still have not gotten their their big situation. It doesn't inspire me at all. Yeah. Uh, the Kyrie, look, being in the Kyrie business, the guy's a wonderful player, one of the most beautiful basketball players it's to watch. Too toxic. But what is yeah. he? I mean, he's going to play 25, 30 games this year. We'll see. As you many know? as he wants. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Pelicans, uh, you know, if everyone's healthy, that team is good, uh, great, they would steamroll. But guess what? They're not healthy ever. Yeah. So if you don't have Zion, um, I just don't buy. Now I think that they're a playoff team even without Zion, and they had some they're really good. bad luck last year. Yeah, they, 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 they were first. At, yep, they were first one in the West. Out of that group, Andrew, Oklahoma City is the one that I could see really moving up. I think they could be the sixty. If everything goes right, they they could. They have a solid starting lineup. They just signed Micic to come over and play a backup guard position. That's going to help a lot. Yeah, he'll help that second group. Jalen Williams. You you don't believe. I love love Micic. I just don't. I've been burned too many times in the past. Yeah. I love, like, Taya Dosic is one of my favorite players Oh, my God. And he was not good in the NBA. Um, I've just seen it too many Jesus. times. And he knows because yeah. well, they're gonna. So Man. you remember? I'm, hey, I'm never gonna forget. <laughs> so they have their starting lineup, and then off the bench, it's gonna be Kenrich Williams, it's gonna be Kason Wallace, it's gonna be. Mitro. It's solid. Like, it's, no, 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 it's, it's, a, total, it's a tough, well, tough bench. Yeah. Oklahoma City was a solid team last year. Yeah, I think that the Sarich. Losing Sarge is actually kind of big for for playoff hopes because I think that yeah. man, he was an important guy. I'm more meh on that. I, I, well, he's more of a 16 game guy for me, but yeah. but they're gonna need him in that 82 game span. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I like they're I bringing like in Chet. They they really want to see the other Jalen Williams yeah. play a lot. But okay, but how much is that impacted by Chet and you know, the two Jalen's? What is impacted? What's that? What how mean? much is like when Chet comes back into mm-hmm. the fold? How does that impact playing Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams? Uh, not a whole lot because I think they think of Jay Will as like a backup. Big. Okay, well, if he's a backup, then yeah. yeah. And, then, and, then, and Jay Dub is cool. a star. And then Jay Dub is going to play the four. I love Jay Dub. Yeah. yeah, he's going to play the four next to him. They're going to play small and they're going to play fast. Fast. They're going to get bullied. Wait, for it's going sure. to be Shay, Shay, Dort, Giddy, Jay Dub, Chet. Dude, that. Okay. That's a league pass. Uh, no, it's number. a 2K team. Yeah. That is oh a God. That is a yeah. I'm trading everything for all the draft picks everybody has on 2K and I'm just getting all these young dudes and I'm going to go one by one. just let yeah. them go do fun stuff. I, look, have you how are you feeling about Chet? I think he's going to be good. I, I mean, defensively he's going to be like great. physically, physically. Physically he's going to struggle. Yeah. There's just like there's no doubt. He's just not going to be ready to play against the biggest, strongest guys in the league. Right. But I think the idea with him is for him to be more of a rover yeah. on defense rather than just like straight up like one on one you're defending Embiid one on one you're okay. defending Jokic. So what do you see, so what do you put for his threshold of games played because you know the health stuff. I think the hope is that he plays sixty plus games. Okay. And that as long as he's healthy, I think he'll play sixty plus. I think there'll be games that they'll sit him just to give him some rest. But I think for the, he's going to play as long as he's healthy. He'll play sixty plus games. And I think he'll help. I think he can space the floor. I think he's – I mean, they didn't have really any pick-and-roll partners at all yeah. last year. And just having a target that can pick it's and good, pop, that help, can yeah. handle a little bit. He'll push and transition himself. It, he's going to add a lot to what they do. And also, Shea. And Shea. And yeah. Who I think – he might be an MVP guy to watch here in the next two seasons. Yeah. Because if he like, continues that – Well, he's just so he, – last year he was incredible. He's gotten better every single year. Every you, single season, he's gotten better. If you look back to high school, 
Yeah. He's had like unprecedented leaps every single year. The work ethic is crazy. And yeah. That, and, and he's kind of bought into Because remember there was a time where people were actually considering if he was going to be a long-term guy in Oklahoma City oh, just because yeah. of, you know, Two everything years going ago. around. Yeah. Yeah. And he sat with you and told and told you, like, yep. I'm going to be a guy that wants to stick around. And yep. credit to him, he's raised the floor and sitting of that group. Yep. Well, yeah, he can't leave. They're, they were, they're going to want a new arena here soon. So they need Shea to stay around, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. And, and what's great about the Thunder situation, too, is, like, they've got three draft picks in the next draft. They're going to have four in the following draft after Just that. Just keep coming. I mean, now what they need is At some like, point to turn those well, things into, into a, a, Joel Embiid. Well, the right? thing like, is Paul you know George. What I mean? Like when Joel Embiid <laughs> Paul looks, George back. When Joel Embiid starts to ask out, right? Like do they try to get in on the Embiid thing? I don't think so. You, too do, high you know, profile do, you, do you know how crazy a healthy Paul George would be with Shea on that team? It would be great. Like he would be perfect just because – He's super smooth. He shoots the ball. He defends. Really nuts. That's Has crazy. good size. Does a healthy Paul George exist? Would no. be my one of my questions. No, but Andrew Wiggins does. That's my sleeper over there. Andrew we, Wiggins. We've already got Aaron Wiggins in OKC. That's we right. Don't need- well, that's what it's about. It, it, this is a recruiting thing. Today's episode is brought to you by Giorgio Armani Aqua Di Gio Parfum a long-lasting and deeply intense men's fragrance that captures the powerful sensations of nature. The woody aquatic scent features notes of bergamot, clary sage, and patchouli, which create an intensity that is vibrant and aromic. Discover more at GiorgioArmaniBeauty.com. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful design objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Uh, Okay, so OKC, how do we feel about Minnesota going into next season? Okay, I like Minnesota. They're good. Yeah, but what are they going to do with Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah, like there it's a is question. there is a serious like there's only one ball, and it's an ego thing because I, I remember a, a few years ago after I think it was Jalen Green's first game as an NBA player, uh, I talked to Anthony Edwards after the game, and this is before 
this is when it was still considered Cat's team. Yeah. And he told me, like, look, like, I'm going to wait it out the process. This is going to be my team in a couple of years. Yep. And lo and behold, Here it's it now is. officially his team. So now how does that affect Carlton Towns and his contract? And, yeah. You know, and because that, I don't think the whole Cat Gobert thing can long term. Like, it just, it looks, it looks clunky. I mean, we'll, we'll see. You know, Chris Finch is an offensive genius, and yes. I, I think a, and you know, figure some stuff out. You got a chance to try some stuff, and then I, the Carl Anthony Towns injury last year was a little right. bit of a. It helped them play like a normal team for a while. I think it, you know, got yeah. them into the playoffs for sure. But they still have a a real problem they've got to solve. But they could real if they could rope in the right team to take Carl Anthony Towns, like to, to want Carl Anthony Towns. He's still a really good player. Right. They could fill out the rest of their roster pretty nicely. I mean, they already have a good start. I mean, Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Rudy Gobert, you're going to – those three guys are giving you a – it should be a top-five yeah, defense. Yeah. Sure. Okay. You got Kylie Anderson as well, who I think is helpful. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You have Mike Conley for Nas, an extended still, period Nasri, of time. Nasri's you got Nasri coming back. That's why I just wonder if they're going to do something with the bigs. They got to. But which big is it going to be, though? It, what's Gobert's trade market? I would trade Gobert. Oh, well, I mean, uh, Dallas should should have tried know. to jump on Gobert. A lot of teams. That's should. that's just not for that price. Like that, that's that, the problem. Yeah. Asking for. it's a reduced price now. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. It's he's been I, sent I to Ross. Think, you know, because because not T J Max. Because I know, Max I know yeah, good he's stuff. at Ross. Yeah. I know yeah. Finch is a is a X's and O's guru, but I'm not sure how long he wants to st- sit around trying to figure out. How to get the both out of Cat and Gobert at the same yeah. time while well, also keeping Ann happy. Part of being a guru is knowing that, hey, <coughs> this is not going to work. We need to pivot. It's about pivot, the, yes. It's, and what's funny is people will think about this from the Cat perspective, but it's not about Cat. It's about Gobert and the, the limitations that he has offensively. Right. Yeah. And how you can use a guy who doesn't really have limitations in Carl Anthony Towns offensively, right? Like, amazing shooter, can get, get yeah. the job done off the dribble. But... He's not as good as Anthony Edwards. Yeah. And Cat and Gobert, that's a weird mesh. It's, a, it's weird. Like, they could run some pick and roll together. They can, but, but the problem is Gobert sucks offensively. Yeah, yeah and, so, and he's not much of a ceiling raiser. And that's right. And a team like the, the Timberwolves that have already given this much money to three guys or two guys in Anthony Edwards and Carlton Towns, you need a ceiling raiser to get out of that ninth, tenth, in the West. And yeah. defensively, you know, I mean, the, the way to solve that is if, if you're playing with Carl Anthony Towns, is he's your rover. Yeah. And and Gobert is your rim protector, and you can do a little high-low stuff. I mean, there's ways to make it work. It's just will it. Yeah. Right. Probably not. Yeah, probably yeah. not. So I think that's – we need that domino to drop. Yeah. We've got a lot of dominoes just waiting to drop. They're still there. Okay, so on the outside looking in, San Antonio, Houston, Blazers, Utah – I wouldn't. I wouldn't group. I wouldn't group Utah with those guys just because of what you said earlier. Like, yeah, they, they're not there yet, but they have enough to, to keep it in. They're they more com- last year. They're yeah. a more competitive team. Yeah. yeah. Now Houston yeah. And, and like teams like that, they're gonna have to do some work. Obviously, you added a Van Vliet, you added a Dylan Brooks, yeah, Jeff Green, Landell. But how is it all gonna come together? Like, yeah, I wonder how quickly Eme can figure things out while also trying to build up Jalen Green and Javari Smith Jr. I don't know if you can do the two timelines. You can't do it. What's the pressure like in Houston right now? I mean, to win or to, like, just to get better? To win. Like, to, like... They have to get to the playoffs this year. They have to. Like, there's no... There is no equation I can think of where they miss the playoffs after spending all that money. Yeah. And things are just 
Peachy Keen. It's not going to happen. Like they have to. You gave Fred Van Vliet $130 million. You gave yeah. Dylan Brooks $80 million. Like that's, there's a, That comes with the expectation of they're going to win and they're going to win now. So what are the odds of them making the postseason? What would you put them at? I, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's not great. I, 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 that was a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, cause, because just because I just don't know how you can mesh the two timelines. Like, yeah. your first timeline was already messed up from the get-go because the development of Jalen Green and Jabari hasn't gone smoothly as you as you would have hoped for over a two, three-year span. Yeah. Now you're kind of rushing things, trying to make patchwork of a team, adding in these veterans who are going to help for sure, but it has to be a team concept. Yeah. Over under 29 and a half. I got him at 27. 27 wins? If that team wins 27 games, <laughs> there's going to be some heads rolling in that Houston uh, office. Is it going to be the front office? Or that so you're, 30 what? wins. 30 wins? They can't win anything less than 35 games. Or stuff's like, forget my language, but stuff's going to happen. Like, yeah. What? No. Now, that, now, so see, they now that's jump, an answer, Kelly. So they got to jump 15 games. There has to be a legitimate, legi yeah, because, like, if you would have added, let's say, like, if it was just James that came back, there's, because of the emotional aspect, if they would have gotten to, like, 30, 34 wins and at least flutter with the playing, yeah. cool. But you adding, like, four or five veterans now to a team that has talented young players, you have to make a real impact. And this is, this, they've called this phase two for a long time, right? Yeah. And phase two. As I understand it, is getting back to the postseason. Yeah. OKC jumped 16 games yeah. from 24 to 40. Exactly. A similar type jump like And the, that's like the game. hope for them. Right. And I, I think it all lies within players like Jalen Green right. and not necessarily Fred Van Vliet. And my concern okay. is that's, that's fair. my concern is those guys losing the runway yeah. to get to the point <clears throat> where they can be the lead dog or whatever. Yeah. Like what happens? All right. So you, Van Vliet, yep. Brooks, yep. Lawndale the center. Or is uh, Shangun starting? I think Shangun is. Shangun should be. Is he actually seven foot now? I don't think he's seven feet. I, I think he's more like six eleven. Okay, that's six, close. That's taller six, than ten and a half. He's not six eight. No, he's not six eight, six nine. He, right. he definitely grew something. So okay, so you've got that. So like Jalen Green is your two. Yep. Dylan yep. is your three. Jabari is your three. Jabari is your four. Shangun is your five. So and then coming off the bench, now you got Lawndale. I like the bench a lot though. Right, the bench is actually good. You got Ahmed. You got Kevin Porter. You got Tari. You got Tate. And you got Londell. That's going to push the starters. That's yeah. a lot of energy. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you guys believe in Jalen Green? Like, do you think Jalen Green has got, like, the thing? Like, does he have it? It's a Kelly yeah, question. He has, he has something. Well, I mean, he's got an uh, amazing first step. Amazing right? first step, and he has, like, the upside is still through the roof. Yeah. But I just think that the past two years have been a disservice to him because he wasn't put in the best position to succeed. He had to play alongside Kevin Porter Jr., who's not a, a natural playmaker, and who also was trying to develop his own, sure. you know, his own way. And now, last season, kind of the efficiency it dropped a little bit. He did improve on his floaters, getting to his mid range, and and the three is still good enough for me to, to believe in him long term. But defensively, I need to see. He like, doesn't have the body. He's 195 now, is what I heard. So he, I need he's to so see. Skinny, man. I need to see how that translates to. Just being in front of the ball handler and just not getting lost. Like Houston's biggest problem last season was they ball watched fault and they never, mm. you know, put. Oh, two and that together. won't happen now. No, I mean the, you'll be on the bench. That I happens. think that they're going to be a, a better defensive team. They have because to. they're going to be more organized. Yeah. Ime is a really, really yeah. solid coach, and you won't have to worry about him not having like. 
the locker room's ear. Yeah. They, yeah. Which is what they needed. Right. But I just I don't know if Jalen Green's that guy for me, and it's because of his body, largely because of his body. Uh, but now Dylan Brooks, you know he, who he's likes? the wall, he's the wall card. Dylan Brooks is Dylan Brooks' favorite player. That's is true. Is he supposed to lose shots to Jalen Green? No, but I I, I mean. <sighs> The thing with Dylan Brooks is that you get where I'm coming from. I know it. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I Van know what you Vliet, mean. Van Vliet doesn't need the ball in his hands to be effective. Dylan Brooks is better off when the ball is not in his hands. I get the vision. Yeah. You want Jabari and you want Jalen Green and you want Alperin Shingun yeah. running your offense. Feature. Yeah. Great. But the reality is, Dylan Brooks. How many times a game did he shoot last year as the worst shooter in the league? Like 15, 16 times a yep. game. Yep. That is. A problem, and he just got twenty million dollars a season. Yeah, it's so, a problem. So I do think there is a world where Dylan comes in and he kind of galvanizes those young guys because he's going to get in your face. He doesn't care, and now he has twenty million dollars to like eighty million dollars to his name. So he doesn't really care if you were the number two pick, number three pick. I, I think Dylan Brooks is a good pickup. I think he would have been a better pickup for a team like Cleveland because Cleveland needs yeah. an asshole. They do. Yeah. They need somebody with a little bit of, like, some grit and willing to, you know, yeah. be not dirty, but he is dirty. But they didn't need a dirty player. They needed the a guy who, yeah, got you yeah, yeah. I think there's teams that need it. Houston is a little bit weird to me just because of the youth, right? Because he's now almost in a similar situation to, like, two years ago in Memphis, mm-hmm. right? right? But he's now older. Like, so Dylan Brooks knows that if this – this Houston Rockets team winds up being good. It's going to be three years from now. Yeah. And he won't be on the team. Yeah. So and what do you think he's going to do? He's going to go into business for himself, and I think it's going to ultimately hamper the development of those young guys. So I think offensively is the biggest question mark for me with Dylan just because of how last season he had a down year. Like, he took bad shots. He's got an ugly jumper. This jumper is horrific, and, you know, the, the antics on social media, just everything just compounded to one big blob. And – the Rockets took on that blob and they gave it eighty million dollars. Mm-hmm. So there's, <laughs> you better come in and kind of raise the, the temperature of that group. But it was chaos last season, right? And you can't always fix chaos by adding a, a wild card. Yeah, you need structure. So I think giving him eighty million might he he might be playing the uh, Westbrook theme song. Now I do what I want. Yeah, I, I hope it goes the other way though. I hope Dylan Brooks is like, you know what? I know what they paid me for, and let me try to be that guy. Like I hope he doesn't. I, I hope it's not. Oh, he was in a great situation in Memphis. Well, but was he not? No, no I mean he was on an expiring well, deal. Was and it knew great he though? He was an expiring deal and knew he wasn't coming back. But the look pe- at how he. Because the order should have been established though, like with the kind of players that sure. he was on that roster sure. with, and yet, and yet, he did not. It's because of uh, you know like people like Keith Parrish say Dylan Brooks is not as bad as you think. <laughs> they just spread propaganda. We all just believe it. You need a guy to take shots. You need a guy to miss 16 shots a game. I, I just don't think so. I, I, just, I like the defense. Defense I is like, great. I like that. that I mean, the Rockets again, definitely need who's that. Who's going to guard LeBron for Memphis, right? Like, Dylan Brooks was the answer to that question. Yeah. And I think Dylan Brooks saw that story. Dylan Brooks could have been the answer to that question uh, yeah. for Cleveland. He could have right. been the answer to that question. I mean, not LeBron, but that, that idea of a player. He could have been that answer for a lot of teams. Now, not at the money. Yeah, he yeah. got he got paid. Got yeah. Congratulations, but this sucks for the Houston youth. 
it is not going to go well. Yeah, I don't like that. And, for it, I mean, it kind of feels like they're throwing the, the rebuild, like the, the development plan away. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, which is, which is kind of this wrong. is classic front office trying to save their job, and yeah. instead of saying well, we had a plan, it's, let's o- commit it's ownership to it. and it's ownership. It's right. ownership stepping in and saying, "Hey, right. losing sucks. You got to win now. Please That's stop. Yeah. Stop this now, because I would like to win basketball games." Okay. And, yeah. All right. The Rockets so, have bummed me out though. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. Yeah, the Rockets throwing the quad. I was going to say. <laughs> okay. So I kind of think Dallas, just because of Luka, can still make the play in. Well, I can yeah, still be in the yeah. top 10. They're talented enough to do so. Yeah. I worry about New Orleans' health. I don't think New Orleans has enough to get there. Yeah. I would swap Dallas for New Orleans, and I would keep OKC. I would keep the Timberwolves. Okay. And that's right. the group that I would keep with New Orleans, hard. Utah, Blazers, Rockets, Spurs on the outside. Yeah, feels Ooh. about right. I mean, that's listen, tough. we, we have we probably heads are going to roll this. in Houston. Roll <laughs> twenty-seven wins. Uh, we probably haven't talked about this enough, but the Zion uh, trade buzz situation. Okay, like, that's not dying down. Okay. Uh, right. And it makes me wonder if, if, like, that's a shoe that could drop between now and the start of the season. Yeah. Not a Zion trade, but I know, like, teams ask about Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Right? Yeah. C.J. McCollum is honestly a guy that they could potentially move on from. I mean, yeah. they have moves to make if they want to try to improve that team. Yeah. But every single thing about that team is about Zion. Everything. Yeah. I mean, if Zion's healthy, they're a top six team. Yeah. And I mean, if he's not even even potentially more than they were the like, one seed. Yeah. yeah. Were they one seed, two seed last the one year seed when, when he got yeah. hurt? Yeah. 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 I mean, they were rolling. Good. They were rolling. I mean, we had Jay King on this very podcast talking about Dyson Daniels for some reason. He did that. Below the Shaq Harrison line. Yeah. Uh, that's how I like Dyson Daniels. He's got, I mean, he's a, he's good got player. a chance. He's yeah, a good player. but why is Jay talking about He's a good player. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Jay is trying to enter the smart <laughs> NBA it. guy realm by talking about Dyson Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the Athletic NBA Show here in Las Vegas. Stay tuned for more content coming at you. Stay locked in to the Athletic. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.